Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This is an Extra 106.3 podcast. To hear more live and local content like this, tune into 106.3 FM or download the Extra 106.3 app. Yeah, boy, it's Neil Bortz. Neil Bortz from Lord knows where. How are you, Neil, and what's going on? I was an elk. You were an elk? No kidding. Yeah. Now, now tell me. Now, my dad was, you know, did Kiwanis Club and stuff like that, and junior uh, business leaders and all that kind of stuff. But uh, and I've heard of the elks, but I don't know what they do. What is an elk, and why did you belong to them? We do good things for the community. Well, I, of course, but I mean, in other words, do you have meetings to do? you have a special thing, or are you known for something? Well, I'm, I'm known giving for? you the special elk sign <laughs> right now. Oh, the special. <laughs> yeah, I had one of those when I was at Phi Delta Theta. We had a, a little finger thing, too, but I, I can't I see you. I was Gamma Delta Iota. <laughs> <laughs> so, but now, so you just did the community projects and stuff? Do you have meetings yeah, and, and, and drink beer? And, and the, uh, the Elks Club, you know, it, it was out yeah. on Memorial Drive, okay? Yeah. Well, so the only yeah. thing you go out on Memorial <laughs> Drive for now in Atlanta yeah. is if you want to see, you know, how to dodge bullets and, you know, <laughs> yeah. drugs. But yeah, I mean, they had a fan- yeah. fantastic swimming pool. But I got to tell you, uh, the elk wives are, well, they, they look like. <laughs> Female elk. Like the so elk, do they? Yeah, what can I tell you? <laughs> oh, my, my mercy. Well, I certainly have heard of them, but I don't know. Uh, anyway, I'm just kind of curious. By the way, I wanted to uh, mention one thing. When you were on with the uh, Morning Boys the other day, I, I was, it must have been this past Tuesday morning. And, yeah. of course, I listen to all the shows, stuff like that. And, I, and when you were talking about the name of a rather unusual name of somebody's dog, uh, you remember that? Well done, Rump Roast. Yeah, there you go. And 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 I thought, well, I want now. I I knew that name, and I was and I had kind of a mental thing for a second. But as they were they were listening, they had no idea what you were talking about. And then you said, and tell them who the dog belonged to, Neil. Melvin Belli. And they said. Uh, who Melvin is Melvin Belly? Never heard of Melvin Bell. I got oh my God! These guys, wow! There's the age break off right there. These guys are what 40, 35? Now Flounder, have you ever heard? You're forty, early forties. Have you ever heard of Melvin Belli? Not until you guys started talking about it a minute ago. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Now, Pete, you know Melvin Belli, obviously, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, and of course, and Neil and I, of course, you know, we're old farts. But uh, Melvin Belli, my God, uh, he, I mean, he t- took care of uh, uh, Jack Ruby, Jacques Gabor, Errol Flynn, the Rolling Stones. Uh, he yeah. sued the Navy for tailhook scandal. He, he took on Dow Corning for breast implants. So he was the the king of torts, very flamboyant. And I, in fact, one story, Neil, I know, I'm, I'm sure you know about this. And I, the more, I can't believe the morning guys had never heard of him, and I know they do now because he was just a major force. One of his early trials where he got his nickname and got his reputation, he had a, a girl who lost a leg in uh, being run over by a train. And so he, the girl's in court, and so Melvin Belli goes up to the jury holding her artificial leg in his hand, goes up to the jury box and says, ladies and gentlemen, my client... This lovely young girl is going to have to wear this for the rest of her. Oh, oh, sorry. And he drops it into the lap of one of the jurors. <laughs> the leg. He drops her leg into the lap of one of the jurors. They came back in about 15 minutes with everything she wanted. <laughs> well, I, I remember uh, one of his best lines uh, was uh, he was, uh, well, 
I don't think it was in a trial, okay? But well, he was very. Uh, he, he was on the TV all over the place. Very, very oh, popular guest. Was, oh yeah, he was he, everywhere. He was making a speech. Yeah, yeah. And uh, some doctors uh, were giving him a hard time over uh, medical malpractice and this and that and the other thing. And he said, "Look, let me tell you something. You guys are physicians. You're doctors. I'm an attorney." He said, when my ancestors in my profession were writing the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution of the United States, your predecessors were putting leeches on people's asses. <laughs> <laughs> and and that, that shut them yeah. down good. Yeah, right bite, bite on this leather strap and we'll take that appendix out for you. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, this, listen, this Donald Trump thing now. Oh, my God. I, Have you heard the I latest not, of today's court ruling? Have you heard the yeah, last few minutes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a Donald Trump fan. Not, I, yeah. I think he's a... He's a yeah. egotistic narcissist and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, I was a real estate attorney for a long time. Yeah. Uh, to me, it was a long time. <laughs> Three days would have been a long time. But who in the hell hasn't inflated the value of their real estate while they're applying for a loan? Who yeah, hasn't I, I, done that? Well, and you know what? That's why lenders hire appraisers yeah because you get several appraisers to find the one you like who comes up with the best figure i mean the yeah. duh my god and but the thing that killed me you know the, the, this idiot judge wasn't he isn't he the freak former hippie freak cab driver isn't that that isn't that what he, what, what no, he was no that's doing? maduro okay in venezuela no that's well this guy is a uh, hold anyway uh but they you know uh, trump's property is worth like 300 million dollars and the judge said it was worth nine million or so i mean it was just outrageous what the way how he convicted him I, at the I beginning know. jeez and you know, if everybody out there who owns real estate that has ever to anybody inflated the value of that real estate, if they turn themselves in right now, there right. wouldn't be enough jail space. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. And then, of course, he says he can't do business for three years and his son, both sons, I guess, for a couple of years or so. Or I guess he can't. I can't run a business. I'm not sure how well it's legally phrased, but uh, and, and by the way, Neil, what do you think about this? So a few minutes ago, I, if I were Donald Trump, I swear to God above, I would do this. I swear to you, dear Lord, please put this this thing into his brain. If I were Donald Trump, I don't talk to him. If I were Don, well, I'm an ordained minister, so is Pete Davis. So you know, I'm the most yeah. dangerous minister in America, true. But here's what I would do: I would say, okay, ladies and gentlemen of New York City, guess what? Every property I have is now a homeless shelter and a tranny shelter and a illegal immigrant shelter. <laughs> that would be and great. A runaway shelter and open it up and honest to God, just say here, honest, oh my God, can you imagine what would happen? Trump Tower all of a sudden is nothing but trannies and homeless and transvestites and, and oh, oh my God, the drug addicts. <laughs> there are... There are few things over which I have no control that I have enjoyed quite as much in recent years as New York getting kicked in the nads yeah, I know. for their moral exhibitionist sanctuary city, yeah. Bravo Sierra. Yeah. And boy, are they taking it in the... Oh, but we're a sanctuary city. We won't, we won't, we won't work with federal law enforcement on illegal immigrants. Yeah. Okay, well, here's your illegal immigrants. Yeah, and how do you yours. like them? Yeah, yeah have, a, have what, fun. What's, uh, 
voice. That, I just I love New York going through that. And it's now almost every day there's something too. And by the way, they just had the kids, uh, you know, these uh, illegal scumbags who are kicking the cops in the face, uh, and one of them is now out on, on a one dollar bail. One dollar bail. Uh, a couple of others got high. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. And, and what kills me about this whole sanctuary city thing is that they did it deliberately to call us racists. They said, oh, you Republicans don't want these little brown people coming in here. So we'll show you how America should be. We'll say, welcome, everybody. Come on in. We'll take care of you to show you racist, white supremacist Republicans uh, should be ashamed of yourselves. So they did yeah, it to try it. to yeah. shame us. And now they're suffering for it because they got exactly what they wanted, even though they didn't really want it. They just sounded good. They said, we want to we want to. Boy, this is a great policy. We'll take everybody. And, of course, it's backfiring because they they're a bunch of phonies. They just wanted to attack us on a race basis, just like, just like Fanny uh, Black Mamba. Man, oh, did you watch that trial yesterday? Did you see any of her testimony yesterday, by the way? Uh, I did a little bit of it. But, you know, when she first took office, she made some speeches and said some things that I thought were that were right on uh, about, about crime, yeah. recidivism, uh, and the people of Atlanta don't want to put up with this anymore, and I'm going to make sure they don't have to, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but then uh, all of a sudden she uh, just loved the publicity of being somebody that was prosecuting Donald Trump. Yeah. And, but, you know, and then I don't know if I've got the facts wrong. It, it looks like she hired her boyfriend to, hey, listen, I, I got this deal for you. I got this deal. Uh, I'm going to make you special prosecutor on this Trump thing. I can pay you. Unbelievable. We're going to use some of it to do, have some fun, make some trips and everything. Uh, but uh, this this is going to be great for both of us. Well, there's testimony that she was lying about when it started. But plus, the the, the uh, duplicity of these people, weebl wibbling and wobbling on the stand when they said, well, when did your romance start? And said, well, we were friends. You know, uh, the romance is not really the same as having a friend. And, you know, when did it end? Well, a man thinks it ends after you have sex, but I thought it ended after we stopped talking. I mean, you know, I mean, it's just, not, just, it just you know, just mamby pamby and on the stand all over the place. And the business well, about I'd, cash. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to have her on the stand and say, OK, tell me, Miss Wells, as close as you can, uh, the date upon which you two first made the beast with two backs. Well, uh, I, I was uh, I was astounded. Somebody yesterday. explain to Kimmer what the beast. Uh, no, no, that, that no, 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 that uh, that black ram oh, no, is oh, tupping no. your white you. How about that, Mister Smarty Pants? That's the actual quote from the Shakespeare. That black ram is tupping your white you. E W E. <laughs> Yikes! The beast Boy. of two backs, indeed. I'm glad Trump has never heard that line before. <laughs> uh, yeah. By the way, by the way, Neil. Now let me ask you this. Now there must maybe there's a legal. And you can help me out on this. Yesterday in the trial, the uh, this uh, this big blonde uh, attorney, uh, Miss Merchant, from for the uh, uh, defendant, uh, Miss Merchant got her on the stand, uh, uh, Fanny uh, the Black Mamba, and said, uh, "You were uh, uh, the Black Mamba said uh, you implied that I was having sex when I met uh, uh, Mr. Wade at this conference in Denver or whatever it was in uh, June of whatever it was." And and Fanny said, "I did that, but that's not true. That was a lie. I did not. We did not have any uh, relations of any kind. He was my boss, and we had a meeting, and that was all. We did not have sex. Why didn't she say, oh, well, you didn't have sex then? When was the first time you had sex?'" I know. I know. Why didn't she ask that? Well, because of no foundation or something. I mean, what's, what's the possible reason? I mean, I, I myself, I'm going, oh, my God, say, well, gee, then when was the first day? I, I'm sorry, I got that wrong. When was the first day? Correct me. And she would have had to answer. 
Attorneys try never to ask a question they don't already know the answer. I know, to. but still, that the, the whole point is they're trying to find when she had sex the first time. So you want to you want her to, to commit perjury because they have other witnesses, including when this guy showed up today, saying that they were having sex in twenty uh, before twenty twenty one. So therefore, if you get her to commit perjury, you got her. So you should have if asked you, a direct if you, question. If you keep <laughs> if you keep talking about those two having sex, I'm going to go throw up. So please, <laughs> I'm sorry. Now, big mom. Yeah, I'll give you an example of how an attorney can mess up a perfectly great cross-examination. Okay. Uh, You know, it was a case of mayhem. Uh, uh, Mayhem is, well, that's biting off somebody's body part, like an ear. Uh, Is that the actual phrase for it? Yeah. I I thought mayhem was like a riot and stuff. I had no idea mayhem was an actual, I'll be damned. I'm sorry, go ahead. ahead. So Mike Tyson committed mayhem against Evander Holyfield. I'll be darned. So anyway, the attorney's questioning uh, a witness in the case, Mm -hmm. the defense attorney. Did you see my clients actually bite off the plaintiff's ear? And the answer, well, no. (laughs) The attorney should have walked away. Mm Mm-hmm. He didn't. He uh, said, well, then how come you testified that he bit off, uh, you know? Yeah. Well, I saw him spit it out. <laughs> Therefore. <laughs> so know, the, know yeah, I know the answer to the questions you asked. That might have been one of the things that was going on in yeah, in that attorney's I don't get, that was so. I mean, it was so obvious, and I thought, well, there must be some kind of lack of foundation, or she could have said, "I don't remember," and then it would have spoiled it for later or something. There must have been some reason because she's a lot smarter than I'll ever be. And I mean, I was watching her; she's a she was really impressive and a shark. But so there must have been a reason. But I don't know what it is. I couldn't imagine why she didn't say, "Well, geez, when was the first day?" Uh, correct me. Well, I, I didn't see that part, but if she if she had good solid proof that this had happened. Uh, what before a certain before, date? Well, yeah. then ask the, After ask she the hired question. Them. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, and then and then nail them later. But if if yeah. you have the least bit of doubt, yeah, uh, don't give them an opportunity well, to yeah. really you know embarrass you there. She must have been afraid that 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 uh, the black mamba would say, "I don't remember," and and let it oh. go. And you know, I don't know. I don't get it. Speaking of that, yes. Uh, here is the classic: "Don't let the doorknob hit you." <laughs> okay. Story. <laughs> what do you think it is? Um. Let's see. Well, God, there's so many politically. I don't know. <laughs> Blacks it. Oh, oh, really? What's yeah. up? Black Americans are the the Drudge headline says Black Americans are so sick of racism, and <laughs> like we're not tired of anything. Uh, they're so sick of a race. They're they're trying to go back or or go to Africa. It's not back. They've never been there. Uh, but they're trying to go to Africa and make a new life there. And some of them, some of them are apparently quite successful at it. Uh, there was a story about one, one lady that has a bunny rabbit farm. But for what I don't know. Uh, but that is classic. Well, don't let the doorknob hit you on the way out. You know, I just, I don't know what the hell's going on here. This there's this division and racism and. This this is a, a season, a political season for the last seven or eight years that this country has never seen. And I, I wish I'd be alive in 100 years to see how historians would look back and say, oh, my God, can you believe what they're doing in the, 20, in the 2020s? Well, you'll, you'll be able to see. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. <laughs> I can yeah. look up. <laughs> no, well, yeah, you'll be, you'll be able to see. But listen, here, I, I want you to <clears throat> put on your 
Yeah, I want you to cogitate on something right. for a while. Not necessarily today, but just right. cogitate on right. it. I'll cogitate. Uh, and that is try to develop in your mind a difference between racism and culturalism. Well, I, some, I, I, I agree with you. I, I know that. Th- I, I, I think I know what exactly we're talking about. You tell me, and I'll, I'll tell you whether yeah, I... Whether well, I, that, is, that is culturalism is a belief that some cultures are just inherently superior to others. And I'll tell you what. White suburban culture is inherently superior to black urban culture, period. It has nothing to do with the race. It is culture. So, you know, people call you racist, say, no, no, I'm not a racist. Actually, I'm a culturalist. And then uh, have them uh, sit and just stare at you with their (laughs) mouth aching open, trying to figure out what you've just said. And, of course, most of the ones that throw the racism word around will never be able to understand what you're saying anyway. Well, that's because you're going to be called a racist no matter what. Anytime you say better than instead of different from, you're going to be called a racist, even even though the facts may be there. Hell, these two kids in Kansas City, apparently two young black gangbangers willing to mow down a crowd of, and a million people just firing blatantly. I mean, just at, at anybody and everybody, children, moms, they don't care. I mean, we're, you know, talk about, my God, not being raised by a community or even a family. Good Lord. And, they're, you so, know, as they it, had been white MAGA hat wearing, uh, you know, prep school kids, this would have been a whole different section of media coverage, I can tell you that right now. Well, I, I need some uh, education here. Has it been determined that the shooters were black? I saw their picture. And it's a black kid, and a, you know, looking like a, he's a black kid. We don't, I don't know the age. They're both teenagers. Imagine my shock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what kills me, Neil, the, the reporters and the police chief are still saying, well, this was not a, a terrorism event. Uh, it was a dispute that uh, led to the shooting. Well, obviously, I mean, I still doesn't tell it. Was it a gang thing? Was it an initiation thing? Was it, you know, a girlfriend thing? Was it one gang against another? I mean, I mean, somebody saw the colors and he shot the wrong colors of the gang slow. I mean, you know, come on, let's out with it. But since it's two young black kids, they're not saying anything. Uh, anyway, I, I, I don't know. I just think it's. By the know, way, do you play golf? I uh, used to. I haven't played no ice. I, I held one of the time. I played with you. I think nine holes one time. Uh, God, it must have been so long ago. I can't remember out uh, at that really tough course with a lot of hills and teeny uh, greens, fast greens. Um, I used to play, and I started hitting balls last spring. And then uh, bad weather came, and I haven't hit a ball in months. But I want to go back. I'm going to break my age sometime this well, year. Uh, I'm going to uh, break my uh, age. Apparently, there is some deal going on out there where you can enter a contest and win a round of golf uh, golf with Paige Spiranek. Oh, really? <laughs> That's oh, that hot. I, you know, that would uh, she's a little too showy for me. She's she's kind of asking for it, you know. She's well, what is a... she showing that you don't like? <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, my God, I'd just be Google, Google, Googling all day long and, you know, looking at her legs and, you know, just, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> but it'd be fun. I love playing golf with girls. In fact, there were uh, there were times where I played with uh, guys' girlfriends who were really good golfers, and it was fun. I, w- I wish I'd married a golfer. I wish I, if I was married to a woman who played golf, I'd still be married. I'll bet you. That's what it would take. Yeah. Really? That's what it would take. <laughs> wow. Hey, by the way, I, 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 I challenged you last time we spoke to uh, find out exactly what your wife uh, said about uh, what was reason she called Hillary a bitch after that meeting she had <laughs> that she's never told you. And I said, you got to tell her what happened with Hillary. Why? Well, <laughs> I asked. I, she, she, was, she heard me say that to you. <laughs> 
And it, it was made very clear to me <laughs> in very, very uh, uh, forceful language yes. that I am not going to tell anybody. <laughs> so, sorry, I didn't mean to she, offend. She must be but, obeyed. <laughs> but all, all I can tell you is that I'm propped up in, in bed watching TV. The door opens, and all I see is this purse flying across the room <laughs> into, the, into, into the blinds on the window after, at the hotel. After yeah. a meeting with Hillary. <laughs> and, that, and that word, that bitch. <laughs> But well, uh, that 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 was one of the most something happened at that particular Renaissance uh, weekend on Hilton Head, uh, and and that was uh, treated to the sight of Hillary Clinton <laughs> in a in a bathing suit oh my reading God. a book by the pool. Oh no, God! Nobody, nobody, no. We Let's just leave that alone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Here, have a towel. Have a couple. <laughs> have eight or nine. <laughs> Uh, by the way, how are you doing? You, you, you said you had like a. Are you sick or a, a little bug or uh, you had oh, like I a just, voice thing yesterday? Doing all my, right? My, you know, I don't. Uh, my voice is a little weak. That's all. Oh, just okay. a little weak. Okay. I'm old, for goodness sakes. Ah, tell, tell me about it. <laughs> it's like we had played a comedian the other day. We were making fun of him because the guy said, you know, you get to a certain age, and all of a sudden you wake up. He said, oh, my God, did I work out in my sleep last night? I heard all over. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know but we're, we're, still, we're still at it. I mean, we're, we're busy yeah. planning, our, uh, planning our travels in the Borts bus over the summer. In fact, just before talking to you, I nailed down two weeks at Blue Water Key, in uh, in the uh, in the Keys. Oh, really? At the, at the fourteen point five mile marker. I don't. I've been to uh, Key West. I've been to Key Largo. I've been to. A, I, um, I guess I've been, I've been to. I guess two of the spots for a little while, but I, I don't know well, I'll, the, I'll, that one. This is this is so easy. It's the Blue Water Key Resort. And uh, uh, it's it's just amazing and relaxing and yeah. on on the beach and all of that kind yeah. of stuff. I so, must be in retired. I'll tell you what. Yes, yeah. So we're yeah. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, among the places we're going to hit, uh, aren't you is, going to Alaska? Uh, Did I hear you say that uh, once? No, no. We're going to Quebec City. Okay, maybe that was it. We'll be in Quebec City, the Oregon coast. Uh, Estes oh, nice. Park, Rocky Mountains, Estes Park, Beautiful. Uh, West Yellowstone, and uh, all, all of these places, uh, probably Tucson, so we can spend some time. Uh, we I've just love getting <laughs> in that bus over the uh, over the summer yeah, and just traveling. Me. Just Boy, do we burn some diesel fuel. I'll bet you do. My kid, my daughter Sarah and her husband and family to get, do all the national parks. Every summer they go to at least two national parks. They've probably even oh, done we, 10 or 12 of them already. You know, we love them. And then maybe the best state park in the nation that we've ever run into mm -hmm. is called Custer State Park. Very near Mount Rushmore. From the but, uh, battle fight, the battle uh, scene, Custer's Last Stand in Park? Or I, I, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but you were guaranteed when you drive the loop through that state park, the first part of the loop, the burrows will come up and beg, <laughs> uh, beg food from your window. And the second part of the loop, it's buffaloes. No All, Or bison, it. whatever. All yeah. over the place. They're so thick. Yeah. There wow. and their effluent is so thick, you will have buffalo dung stuck in your wheel, your your Real, wheel wells oh, wow. for ages <laughs> after that. So, uh, you know, Lord, if I ever committed a crime, well, 
We found buffalo dung in the, in the wheel. I wasn't here that weekend. Where the hell has this guy been? Yeah. I, saw, I actually saw a couple of roundups once in, uh, in the Dakotas and Montana and Wyoming, and I saw a wild buffalo once on a drive. And, man, there's nothing like it. You know, it's a, it's a shame that you have. You, um, most people will never, ever see not only a wild buffalo, but a buffalo in the wild. So, or wild horses and stuff. It's just it's a shame. Well, you know, people get really stupid around buffalo. Yeah, they're dangerous. They are horribly dangerous. Yeah, they're just they're and, st- stupid. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, okay, uh, did you hear about the Delta flight that they had to turn around? Yes. Oh my God, with the fish. <laughs> yes. Oh, and the tell them what fell out of the fish. Like some guy's overhead had brought fish on the plane, and the overhead yeah. compartment emptied. And what was in there, Neil? Well, the fish was rotting, so a bunch yeah. of maggots yeah. fell out of the... About a thousand maggots dumping on the seat and the passenger. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Excuse me, stewardess, could I have another seat, please? <laughs> Brutal. Oh, mercy. So, gee, oh, I can't believe there's our traveling music. I can't believe the, uh, it's been a half hour we're gone. Uh, well, listen, uh, well, call uh, more D- often at or something, I guess. No, D, D squared has a button. Okay. Well, there you go. I and, guess and he's listening, and when I cease to be halfway interesting, <laughs> he pushes that button, I'm, and the music starts. I'm playing. sure it's all on me. I trust me, it's all on me. You're not reacting right <laughs> to Neil, damn it! I'll shut up and let him talk. I'll get a memo in the freaking morning. <laughs> on Saturday, yeah. he's going to call me on Saturday. Give me a bunch of crap. You don't read those, do you? <laughs> no, I throw them away. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know where my email is for the company. <laughs> hey, Neil Bush. I, I have. I have an email address, but I don't know how to get into well, it. Well, there you so go. It's been going for a year, and I've never looked at it. Neil Bortz, be careful out there. A special high and hug to the missus. Happy Valentine's Day late, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Be careful, Neil. Uh, great to have be a, with you. Have a great weekend. Thanks, man. 4.30 with Kimber Pete and Flounder. This is an Extra 106.3 podcast. To hear more live and local content like this, tune into 106.3 FM or download the Extra 106.3 app. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. 